happy holidays. Hey. <laughs> hey, hi. This is the team from Tower Marketing. And we are bringing you another episode of our Tower After Hours podcast, which is our digital marketing podcast. We're going to be talking about lots of great things like social media and SEO and e-commerce and lots of other Christmas-related topics because we are only a month out from the holidays. And as you can hear, we are all in the holiday spirit. So um, I'm Kelly, and I wanted to introduce um, the others in the room. Uh, Meg is here. What it is. And uh, Mike Mattis is here. What it was. And, <laughs> and Ashley is here. Uh, what, what it will be. Who is this? Who is it? Uh, yeah. uh, you obviously didn't get that movie on uh, no, in York. What was it? Um, mine's a vine. It's like of this homeless woman who's like, oh. what it is. What's up? What's up? And she's like, Wonderland. What movie is it from? Okay. Well, side conversation. Oh, I'm side never bar. gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> what will you do? We've been recording for about three minutes, and two minutes and fifty-eight seconds have been side conversation. Hey, hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I think we're ready to get on track. And um, is anybody really excited to go first today? <laughs> oh, you all have your hands up. Meg, why don't you go first? Okay, great. Just not that quick. Um, Christmas carols. Gotta be quicker than that. Gotta be quicker than that. Um, so I found this this morning, like super last minute. Um, but I figured. Great. Nope. Um, Power through. You're supposed to give the appearance that we're always prepared. I'm. I was super prepared, and I found this a couple weeks ago. In fact, it was much better. It was posted on November seventh, the day I read it, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, basically it was talking about blended retail and, um, it was influenced by your topic that mm. you'll talk about, Mike. So this will like be a nice segue into you. Excellent. Always um, love the segues. I love, yeah, segues are cool. Um, it had, it was more like, like stats and data more than like actual like conversational stuff. But I just thought to start a conversation around the data would just be like, you know, something fun to do. Um, it was talking about holiday spending, blending and intention that like not everybody is so apt to spend money online anymore. So like everyone's kind of like, I want to spend at least from this survey from marketing land, marketing land, um, how consumers are more than likely, 60% of consumers are more than likely to buy online and in store, meaning they'll buy online and then also pick up in store. So like whether Mm. that's, I'm not trusting my package to be track delivered broken or whatever to my house so it's almost like porch pirates yeah porch pirates um that's a great term it's a great term but it, it i don't happens. like it i i don't like it something my friend, no it does happen i just for some reason porch pirate doesn't sit well with me my friend was victim of porch pirating <laughs> and her na- and the neighbor saw and chased after the guy so that's all yours <laughs> Well, everybody's got those, you know, cameras on yeah. their door bells now, and it's like, hopefully that kind of stops the porch pirating. I saw a delivery man on one of those videos, or one of those porch, like, video cameras, and he was just, like, dancing. I thought that was kind of cool. Then I saw another person, like, break into another person's home. That wasn't cool. No. So you never know what you're going to get. There was a retailer that mixed up my address, a.k.a. the work address, and it shipped to, like, a couple blocks away. So I was like, I'm going to go. Yeah, you drove over there. Yeah. I remember that. I took Ryan, who's my bodyguard. He was standing at the bottom of the stairs, like, hands in his pocket, <laughs> like, no smile on his face and everything. 
knock on the door. Put up. This, like, suspecting man just, like, opened up. I think he had a pipe in his mouth and everything. I was like, hello. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he had a pipe, he must have been British. I can imagine I, you just, like, being there, like, hi. <laughs> I was like, hi, did you get the He's like, no, I didn't. I thought my neighbor did. So I gave him to my neighbor, and I was like, oh. So then I had to go to the neighbor, and then I had to go back later on because the neighbor wasn't home, and I left a note, and it was a whole thing. But they, everyone was so nice, and when I called the retailer, they were like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, but everyone is nice. It's okay, I'm still alive. I don't know. Continue. Wow. I, that was wow. That was an incredible story. I love Ashley so much. Um, um, so basically, they're like dubbing this shopping era of the holidays now is blended retail um, that in traditional stores, like yes, brick and mortar stores are still visited, but more than likely the transactions are online to be picked up in store. Um, And that on average for holiday spending in like a median, it's about $700 per consumer spent, which I thought for whatever, but I heard a stat yesterday that was a thousand. I was going to say, I thought that was actually kind of low. For holiday spending? Yeah. Holiday spending, but for the blended people. Of online and pickup in store. Yes. Online pickup in store, but also both. And it had this like really cool chart that printed like very small. It's great for a podcast. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Look at this teeny <laughs> tiny chart, everyone. I am so prepared. Um, and it said, I comparison shop before I buy a gift, which is also really yeah. important and plays into SEO because... Um, we, for SEOs, we always say how important reviews are, especially during the holiday season of I'm buying this because 90% of the reviews said it was a good product versus not. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's of the utmost important identifier as to why a consumer would buy a product too. So like if you're looking at all types of stipulations for online buying and spending during the holidays, it's, I don't trust the carriers with my packages, but I also am going to like hella compare and contrast one product over another. So I thought that that was like just really interesting to share with everybody in the room. I uh, Do you guys do a lot of um, order online and pick up in store? I do for Target because I don't want to pay for shipping and it's an excuse yeah. for me to go to Target and buy other things I don't need. <laughs> so it's like a fun trip. That Sometimes sounds funny. if I don't feel like having to drive to pick things up in the store, I'll easily like rack up my cart in order to be like whatever minimum shipping is so it's like $25 and then free shipping I only need $8 and I'm just like well I could have used these shoes sure well that's on sale I'll get that do you ever put things in your cart to get the free shipping and then return that one thing that puts you over the top sometimes I think though that people are starting to do like you don't get as much back then if you so they'll take the shipping out maybe maybe it's more like if you like because I can see people doing that. There's some things like I'll, if I'm g- getting clothing, like... I'll buy two or three of the same thing in different sizes. So I try it on at home instead of the store. And then I'll return I know you're a big stuff. online shopper because you bought those, not those glasses, but the other ones that you got online, which I was like, oh, I didn't so even know you could do that. <laughs> did you, yeah. am I mistaken or did you do that with socks one time? Like you bought different sizes of socks or something that you were like, oh, I'm going to try all three. That sounds like an Ashley thing. I don't know if it was socks particular. There was last Dresses. year I tried to yeah. dress. Okay, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Socks, socks are I bought cool. a lot of socks last year just because, like, my feet are cold. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but dresses, yeah. In fact, I have a shipping coming this week. Oh, you know my God. I'm thinking of? I think it's, like, when you buy one, get one free, and then you, like, return the more expensive thing. So, essentially, you've gotten the second thing for free. <gasps> oh, I never thought but of I yeah. do, But then I feel like they only will credit you, like, you don't get, like, the full thing. You have to... 
I've never thought of that. So like if you buy something for $60 and you get something for $30 for free because you always have to pay for the more expensive item. And then you go to return the more expensive thing. So you get your 60 bucks back and you've got your $30 item for free. I don't think they give you I, the whole 60 bucks back. Because so I was real close over the weekend. I was, um, I think, $3 away from $49. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I put a pair of socks on there that costs less than the return fee what are they gonna do like give me my return and then take you know three or four dollars extra somehow but i know there's definitely something that people could they try to skirt it and then they try to return something so they're just left with what like what they want to so i know like that requires too much brain power but i feel like this does segue into mike mattis who who came to a group of us the other day and was like have you ever shopped online I was, like it's I so hard to crowdsourcing my topic. Never. He said it's so hard to return things, it is. and they charge you. Oh, and we're I like, yeah, yeah. Welcome to shopping online, 2018. <laughs> were you serious? Although this is the guy in a previous podcast who was like, oh yeah, there's definitely a dinosaur, living dinosaur in that box. <laughs> And I got it right. No, it wasn't like, what dinosaur? We were like, Mike, you are where the dinosaurs are extinct. <laughs> but so Mike seems to be really new to the whole shopping online and trying to return. Well, to play that game, yes. I mean, I think I have a receipt from the very first thing I ever bought. But I was just kind of like, $8 to return something. And then I just didn't know that they charged you for that. I thought it was always free returns. I, I can say, uh, like, shipping and handling, okay, yeah. but it was shipping and handling plus $8 per item. I'm like, that's insane. Wait. Well, so they got to put it back on the rack. Mm. They got to ship and handle you it the other way. You paid for the shipping and handling to return it, and then you were charged something else for... They wanted to charge me $8. and then basically I basically restock it. Yeah. But I've never seen that before. That, okay. I thought you were surprised you had to pay shipping and handling to return it. Mm-mm. No, it's and just that, like if you buy like a $35 shirt <laughs> and you want to return it, they're like, you're going to get 35 minus 7 for the return. I don't think he's getting charged twice. Can't you just return it to the store? Some people That's do that. That's what we told him. It wasn't him. a store. It, no, it was a store, but the oh. store was in Philly. So it would have been a big... Anyway. That's why you picked where you <clears throat> Sorry. It's not my topic. But yes, it is. I was we crowdsourcing a piece of that. <laughs> but... Since Black Friday was such a thing, I was kind of, um, I've always been kind of enamored with the idea of uh, abandoned malls. You know, there's clubs that they, they go around, you know, the United States visiting these places that are just vacant, you know, and, um, but. No, what, tell us more about these traveling mall clubs. <laughs> tell us more. This right here is the podcast. Again, this is not my topic. All right. But I was kind of con- convinced that what is the you know what's the shipping or the shopping experience look like in 10 years because the pendulum has to kind of come back a different way i mean we're all about online shopping online shopping online shopping but part of that is everybody a few years ago even is oh we're going out on black friday we're going to sit in line we're going to get hot chocolate it was like an experience Uh um I mean, even when I was little, we'd go to the mall and, you know, as a family, and you'd try clothes on. But now trying clothes on is you wait for the thing to get in the mail and then yeah. right. you, you, you buy three, you, you buy the same <laughs> thing three times and then you send the other ones back. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. No. Why? Because it's, you have to tie up all your credit 
buying, if, let's say you buy five things. I have to buy 15 things to get the right okay. sizes? I'm not that obnoxious <clears> with <throat> it. It's, and it's more like two sizes, not sure. three. So and I wouldn't do it for things. every single thing I was no, buying. But how can exactly. you tell if it's good quality, if it's going to last, if it's the because right I've size? Brand it before. I've bought it before, yeah. so I know it fits me relatively the well. The store or the kind of clothing? I've shopped Both? at the store, and I shop that store online, getting something I've already gotten in the store. What if it's a, um, a, a store that's not nearby? I don't necessarily buy it online. Then you won't buy it online? Or I risk then. it. I either risk it, or I don't buy it online. But I'll find it at a different store. I feel like there isn't... There isn't a specific store I haven't shopped at. Shopped at that I I'm, shopped at all the stores. Yeah, I shopped at every single <laughs> store in existence. Um, that, like... I have, like, not a, pre- a pre-existing, like, loyalty to or something that I'm, like, on a whim, I'm only buying it. If it's, like, on a whim and I'm unfamiliar with this brand or unfamiliar with them, I'm almost always knowing that it's by referral of something else. Like, because I know my friend, oh, I love that cashmere scarf. Oh, I bought it here, but they run big, so make sure to do this. Right. Like, that's my buying habit, but only because I don't want to get into a rut of... I'm unfamiliar, but this website seems trustworthy. Because, like, back when Pinterest first got together, I pinned tons of sweaters and stuff, like, and my mom dropped $300 on this website that was sketchy, and she lost all her money. Jeez. Like, she lost 300 bucks because the website was fake. So, yeah, like, that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah, gotcha. Sorry, Lucy. Love you so much. Um, but, like, <laughs> she basically, like, that's why. So, like, for me, it's... You saying, like, yes, buying 15 just to get it right, that's absurd. But, like, Ashley's buying habit makes sense. I bet you people do that, though. Yeah, Yeah, I'd be interested to see what percentage. I only, I mean, I will only order online from a store I know because it is easy. Like, I'm like, okay, that store, I need that size. Boom, done. Like, you know. Like, you know. Yes. I don't, with one exception, and this is probably why I don't do it, I don't really order from websites that I'm not familiar with or that don't have a retail presence. And I um, don't buy clothes on Amazon. So you're making a case for it. You need brick and mortar no matter what. Um, you should. No, because... because if Kelly controlled the world. If I controlled the world. But oh, no. I'd love to live in that world. <laughs> um, because even though I want a store with brick and mortar, it's just so I can return it. I'm not really going to shop in that store. But isn't the experience of buying that, going on into a dressing room, trying it on, being like, I can oh, do it in my awesome. closet, and then I can take my time, and I can yeah. send pictures to my friends to make sure that it looks right. And then you're not right. judged by the attendant outside waiting for you to give them back what you don't want, and then go take what you want. Because sometimes I'm in the dressing room, and I'm literally just staring at myself at <laughs> an angle, it's like... Do I like this? Do I like this? Well, something else I brought in. Let me see if that combo works. Then I walk out like an hour later and they're just like, um, there's been a line out here for the dressing room. <gasps> I've never. That's never happened. But still, it's just like. Love that voice, by the way. I'd if I'm in a time crunch, I'll go to a brick and mortar store. Like when you try to get a dress for a wedding and it doesn't work. And then the morning of the wedding, you have to go buy a new dress. <laughs> or so, so, a sh- so a shopping assistant doesn't intrigue you. Like, somebody brings you something that you wouldn't have ever thought of. I don't shop at those kinds of stores. Yeah, I, I am rich enough to have a little assistant be like, press this button and I'll get you, you what you want. You won't get that at the, like, Old Navy, or you won't get that at... No, you, you won't. You won't have anyone. No, so I, but you don't have to go super high-end. I mean... You don't have to go super high-end to get a person that will just help you like that. I mean, there's... 
I don't I mean, they're all doing commissions, so I feel, you know, they ever say, like, did anyone help you today? Yeah. If you, I bet if you went into, like, uh, what's I the story? I just thought about, like, the one time, like, I was, I was so quick to, like, I think I was on lunch here, and I had to go and return something at the mall and exchange it for something else, and someone was like, did someone help you? I'm like, absolutely not. And I, like, just was so quick to say it, because I just wanted the attendant to, like, Bring me out. Yeah. Like, or bring me out. Bring me up. Yeah. And like, but they like need we to We don't know. even know the proper way to speak anymore because we don't go into stores. Yeah, but like, if, gone. if I would have just been like, Dave, Dave, help me. <laughs> like, hopefully that guy gets a commission check from that. Maybe not. I don't know. I think that method is weird because not everyone's going in the store saying, I don't know, help me. No, but I distinctly remember like going shopping for jeans and being in a store and the attendant that like opened the dressing I mean he's got a lot of stuff he's like what's the size and he's like, I'll just grab like one of everything you can like try you know I haven't gotten that for a long time mm-hmm. do you go into brick and mortar stores though yes I'm going tonight <laughs> not that we're doing advertising for this company but where are, we, where are you going uh, my roommate broke her iPhone so we're going to the Apple store because she doesn't know what she's doing okay so you're going to the mall so I'm going to the mall Okay. Therefore, you'll probably go into other stores. But I'm going to Bath and Body Works because I'm waiting to see if they have $8 three-wick candles. <laughs> but if they don't, I'm leaving. Know. I'm bouncing. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. But I know what you mean about the abandoned malls because my mom was just telling a story at Thanksgiving that there is a... She's part of that club? Well, she's not part of the club. <laughs> oh, kind damn. of the opposite. <laughs> Could have known she, someone. There is a mall where I grew up. You probably know which mall I'm talking about. And it's super in decline and the only reason she ever wants to go over there is they have one anchor, like, department store that she still shops at. And she's like, but I go in that store and I leave. She's like, I never go into the center of that mall because she's like, it's kind of scary. And it's like... Here's it, a fascinating... Like it's like, no, it's like a dead man yeah. land. Here's a fascinating part. Um, before, when I was little, um, they were building that thing. Mm-hmm. And when it first opened, it was like... Everybody went there, and it was like a carnival. It had the movie theater attached to. Yeah. It was the only one that had the movie theater. Attached. See, now yeah. that's a good idea. Well, not. But here's the I thing. don't even know if that movie theater is still there. What it is? You have these anchor shops like you know um, Sears and Bonton. Mm-hmm. They've gone out of business. It's gonna kill that mall. Yeah. But yet you got Belmont that just opened. That place is a zoo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could hardly get in there. Now it's got Chick-fil-A out front. You can blame <laughs> everybody. But what is the appeal of an open-air uh, mall? So I mean, if that was inside, I'd probably go. But, I mean, you're not going to get... Here's the, okay. So this is what this, this article was kind of talking about is the reason that they like those things is because there is no anchor store attached to something. Mm-hmm. So if it goes, goes out of business, you have to put something big in there. Uh-huh. They can just... They like those things as in the open air ones you're talking they about? They do. Yeah. If you notice, Belmont has space in between the buildings. So they can, they can uh, tear down those buildings and build a new one that's specifically for whatever that brand of store is, which is kind of appealing. But some, I mean, they basically... that. That last row is still kind of anchor stores, and if one of them went out of business... You mean like would, Target? And Target or like Dick's. I mean, that would leave a pretty gaping hole that you'd need another equally large business to come in and save. But they could they could easily take that down. Easily. I mean, take down the Target and build uh, Kohl's or whatever, yeah. and it would be specifically for Kohl's, but... I think some of the interesting things that they talked about is in 10 years, the experience is going to be different. It's going to be tailored to people 
Um, they're talking about having these windows that you're going to walk by, and when you look in the window, you will actually see clothes that are in the stores on you. Shut up. Which is weird. So like a brand new coat, you'll be walking all of a sudden, that thing will be gone. You'll have Wait, isn't that, yes. isn't that from Back to the Future? Wasn't there like a scene in Back to the Future where a guy was standing in front of a window and it was like dressing him? It was either a guy or a woman in Back to the Future where that was like a thing. Now we'll have to look I don't again. know, but it should be. Oh. That is, yeah. It's almost like now when you look in, it kind of like, you're, it reflects and you can could kind of see your head. Yeah. On like the outfit that they're... But do you but think there'll be a like, time where you're like, I don't want to do online shopping anymore. I do want to go out. Or there'll be a, just a culture shift. It's like, I feel like there'll be a culture shift of people like, I'm spending too much time in my house. I need to get out. Yes. And I need to like experience nature and everything. Cause, like, yes. So they go to the mall. So they go to the mall. Well, not, not the mall. Well, I'm just speaking from like my uncle, who will name, remain nameless. He buys absolutely everything off of Amazon. His groceries, his toiletries, his Jeez. extra socks, his everything. He's like, I never, but he has one of those um, Amazon buttons, like the, yeah. like, uh, I just need a refill yep. or whatever. Yep. And he's like, I never have to leave. Oh, and he has Peapod. So he like literally never leaves his home. And I'm like, don't you miss like the outdoors? Like, he, like and he's just like, it's just convenience. It's like, will convenience ever get old? I feel like it would. Well, every new generation comes up and bristles at the generation before it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the younger generation right now is all about social media. When the new generation comes up, are they going to be like, social media, I don't want to do that. I want to experience life, and they're going to do that. So does the mall ultimately have like a rebirth? We should ask Robin Sparkles. <laughs> Explain. Oh, it's like from How I Met Your Mother. where It's like in the 90s uh, when like... Singers would do mall tours and like sing in the middle of the mall. Oh, really? <laughs> Except she's from Canada and she did it in the 90s and like she was like all 80s decked out and she had a song that was like, Let's go to the mall. And it was funny if it you watched the show. <laughs> okay. So, some of the things that they were talking about, like a futuristic mall, um, they have something called the Shop Lab. It's a concept launched um, where online only brands try out physical retail. And they just pop in and out, and they try it, and, you know, they can do it for short periods of time. Like a pop-up shop? Yeah. To see if it's worth them building a bigger store. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> like, Wendy's Wendy's is putting robot waiters, which I thought was crazy. Again, back to the future. Um, back to the there future. are shoe stores with nail and hair salons, like, mm. combined. Um, outdoor apparel stores with freezers to test the warmth of jackets. I mean, these are things that you just can't get online. Oh, mm. that's actually okay. I see what you're saying now. I'm trying to because they're trying to reinvent themselves because malls got kind of complacent in the '70s and '80s when they kept on building and building and building, but they didn't have a long-term plan on how to combat something that was going to be called the internet, you know, in the '90s. Um, it's just kind of interesting that in ten years, what that experience will be like. You know, will there be a, a mall over there? You know, will it just keep being outdoor? malls that they keep building and they're going to be these entertainment centers because that's really what it well, all is. I find it interesting too because Rockvale that's technically an open air yeah. complex yeah. and then you had the malls and then they built Belmont and Rockvale's not doing well now that's for other reasons but at the same time like I think I just put two and two together that technically Belmont and Rockvale are pretty much the same concept. I think well, one's outlets, <laughs> one's not. I was just talking about the, the, the structure of the, the structure. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yep. <laughs> ah, shucks. <laughs> but Belmont is more like a city. I mean, it's built in squares. Well, you know, and Rockvale's kind of built like a little village. I mean, it's a long... It is. It's a long yeah. strip. Right. And if you want to go from one end to the other, it takes you forever. If you were yeah. a younger person, because I, I say younger person because it's usually like, um, like the, apartments or like townhouses, but would you want to live in one of these... You mean in one of those apartments in the back? Of yeah, them? or like, you know, anything. I think, you know, I think you, in that one article we shared, they said people are taking abandoned malls and like kind of making yes, it into apartments slash stores slash restaurants slash office space. Do you, like would before. you want to live in a well, retail area? Well, to use area? her nameless uncle's situation. <sighs> he might want to. Maybe, maybe, yeah. because then at least I can get out, but I don't have to go far. Because in that article that you, you sent me, they had grocery stores in there, they mm-hmm. had doctor's offices in there, they had everything. So it, they, they call them little cities. But that's a pretty interesting topic. Isn't it, Meg? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, don't, I think like for the apartments behind Belmont and everything, it's, I mean, they kind of came up as we were looking for apartments. And I, part of it was just like, well, they're right next to the highway, they're right next to that complex, it's not, or like to the Belmont complex, all the stores, like literally you look out your window, you don't see the highway at the back mm-hmm. of Target, so um, it's not like at our point of life, I'm like, oh, I need a yard or mm-hmm. like a neighborhood or anything, but I still feel like where we are now has a little bit more of the neighborhood vibe. Well, I guess when you look outside our window, it's the highway. <laughs> so <laughs> just a different section of the highway. Um, but I guess it would... And something like that, if that's what I was um, down to, I'd be very picky and choosy as to, like, which complex it yeah. was so that I could kind of choose the corner that's over by the development or, like, in the center. So I'm kind of seeing... Because I think to, like, get in and out of your home, you basically have to drive yeah. through the shopping, the retail parking lot. Mm. And I would think about that now at Christmas. All the, like, just to get home, you have to, like, fight that. No, I mean... Granted, it's only like a month of the year, yeah, but five thirty. It's but, impossible yeah. to get out of there. But going on Fruitville Pike in general right now, because I go to the Planet Fitness off Career Drive, and it takes me a half hour mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. When I leave here at five fifteen to get there. This is great conversation for people that don't live anywhere near here. <laughs> <laughs> now they'll never want to live in Lancaster or next Brooklyn. <laughs> you want to know the Lancaster traffic report? Coming at you. <laughs> oh my god! Don't go over to Belmont. At 5.30, they whether did you just, live there or not. They did just add Harvest, though, which I'm totally yes. excited about. Yeah. Harvest is fancy good food. Is it what kind of food? Um, they, cl- you know. For all you local people. Farm, farm to ta- table. Farm to table. But oh, like, is that right? But, like, galo- like, basically Julia can eat there and not oh, have a problem great. and not have to tell someone, can you remove this? Great. Because she's allergic to everything. I'm not sure how we segue into your topic. Well, we. Oh, I do. I do. Oh, okay. So we were talking about kind of the holiday season, uh, one month a year and everything, and I'm going to be talking about a rebrand that has the color green, which is a Christmas color, and that is my segue. Doesn't get any better than that. If this is not a professional podcast, I don't know what is. Hashtag reaching. Yes, yes, yes. Take it away, Ashley. All right, so this not Christmas company with a Christmas color, um, they actually went from being purple and white to green and black or green and dark gray. What's the mystery company? Anyone have any idea? Oh. I only know because you told me, so I'm just going to be quiet. Yeah, I'm going to have to be quiet, too, so unless Kelly gets it, we're all up. I think I saw the article, too. All right, guys, it's Big Brother, Big Sister. Good job. <laughs> we were 
All right. You're all winners in my book. <laughs> so I actually haven't even seen anything like on a billboard or anything in application <laughs> other than their website and just articles saying that they've rebranded. So this was brought to my attention from my husband because he used to work with them. Um, so there was actually like a billboard right outside his last apartment and everything. So we would see this everywhere all the time. So their original logo was um, like the kind of like star people. Um, so that's what I can just Again, this is great, <laughs> right. great for audio format. <laughs> We will link to the article. We should have saved this for the video podcast. (laughs) The star people and purple, like I said earlier. um, And they went with a huge change to more of just the letter B as their logo. Um, So instead of going from kind of iconography to um, typography Mm. in representing their logo. Big words. Yes, thank you. Those are... Professional designer wins. <laughs> um, I'll take Icon Fancy. $5. <laughs> um, so it's basically an uppercase B now, um, made up of the two colors of black and green, and the it's done in the way of these lines creating the lowercase B. I'm <laughs> reference the article, but I'm trying my best to describe what it looks like. Was this the best one? Then, um... <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they're looking at this, they're probably going to reference Yes. Great, 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 great. So, yeah. great. so Everyone, Google, new. Yes. Google, Big Brother, Big Sister, new logo. Alexa, Google. <laughs> You'll understand what we're talking about. So I want to kind of get everyone's opinions and thoughts on to the drastic color change, the drastic logo change, if you think it's working for what the mission is, um, what your personal thoughts are about it, and go. Well, so, I wanted to see, does it have a picture of the old one? Yeah, I don't know what the old one used to be. Okay, no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, bring it up. It's fine. I mean, <coughs> I like it. I think it's an interesting graphic. Here's a, I don't it, know that it, it does, does or doesn't. Does that say complete clear. the B? Yeah, I I think it, that doesn't, I don't think that's a tagline because this one says lowercase B right. and then I think they're just showing that the other green lines complete the B. Correct. Yes. And that's what I was trying to then get at before everyone was judging me. Because I was like, complete the B is a terrible tagline. No, 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 So it's basically having the colors represent finding the small B and the big B in the logo, which is basically the little brother, big sister, like the big and little. Gotcha. But do you see the one. S? There is no S. I know we talked about this you're, before. You're I st- It has to be big brothers and big sisters, mm-hmm. right? It's not, though. If you look through what they put out for their branding, it's talking nothing of representing big brother and big sister. The Now, the B, yes, it's deceiving. You would think that's just standing for big brothers and big brothers only. But it's like representing the big and the little by having an uppercase and lowercase. It's the patriarchy. So there's really no S. So this is the great part. Patriarchy doesn't S. care about the sisters, Wait just the brothers. Wait a second, I might have just found the S. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was intentional, but I see it. But that's the great like part. overlapped by this. Yes. So it's tucked behind. That's Now correct. I see it. I thought you were stretching before. Mm. I take that back. I, that's weak. Thank you. Vindicated. <laughs> no, I Just like the dinosaur. That's a weak... No, if, it's not. It's an S. That's their last If logo. the brand... Okay. <coughs> if the brand said, oh, that looks this like... is how we're representing the S, then I give them a fail. If that's a happy coincidence, it's still well, a fail. They had to get a, a, you know, a, 
a B, a B, and an S. Big brother But they sister. didn't. They didn't, and that's not how they're representing. Like, well, when maybe they the... describe the brand, they're not saying, oh, the big sister's in there, too. They're literally just representing the big, period, and the little, period. Maybe the person who wrote that just didn't cover the S part, but... Or maybe it was never a thing. But you know what? I asked for people's opinions, and I'm, I'm happy you shared it. <laughs> I asked you for your opinion, but you were dead wrong and shut your mouth. Otherwise, this would be very flat and boring. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, but I do see it now. I mean, I think the only thing that the first one had going for it was that it showed people, which I think the whole organization is based on people. Right. And this does... That, lo- that, that logo was no, 10, course, 15 I, years overdue. I am not saying that the logo before was good. I'm just saying this does no, nothing. Know, yeah. For like an organization that's very like people heavy, this doesn't have any right. I think to emotion. Me, are they using this? Like I said, I, have, I still have yet to see it in any sort of application. I haven't seen a billboard. I mean, granted, I don't get mailers from Big Brothers Big Sisters ever. I was kind of curious if they had it on their website. I mean, yeah, the website's all redesigned to oh, be it green is. Okay. and black. Yeah, so I think to me, um, I think the color, well, all of it's interesting because I don't necessarily feel the connection as what you kind of also saw within the last one. Like the two people are touching, there's a heart, you kind of get a little bit of emotion in there. Um, but this, to me, it's just like a, this is just, I'm, little, I'm missing the connection. A little connection. more corporate? Yeah, maybe. And I think the black and green are very... Money. Like, I didn't even think money. But thanks bank. for trying to, con- like, continue thanks. my thought. First, um, first bank of big brother, big sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just, especially when you see the green online, it's basically as green as these microphones. Everyone else just Google it and go see the green. So it's not even like a soft green. It's a very like punchy fluorescent green in a sense. It's to like, me, it's like a Kelly green. So yeah, it like doesn't Saint, look that way. Saint Patty's Day green. Is, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Right. So it's just like it's not as soft and warm. It's a little harsh for me. I I think it's a stretch with the S and the B. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Um, but now that you look at it too, it's starting to look like BS. Now that kind of <gasps> it. That doesn't help. Complete the B. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. That's probably why they didn't have the S in there because they didn't want it to be BS. But we just found the S. B-B-B-S. But they're, the way in which they've said this is what you should see and find in the Unless logo, it's a G. The small B. <laughs> What's the G represent? Boys and Gathering girls. together? Where do you even see a G? Lowercase G. Lowercase G. Ew, that's a very... That's an extra stretch. Avant-garde G. That's a little bit more of a stretch. The S is pretty apparent. And then the big B and the little B. I get that. Yeah, but now that I see the S, because I didn't before, now that I see the S, all I see But the S now I'll throw one. another wrench into this. Do it. It's a big S. It should be a little S. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It could be a big S and a little S. Oh, big brothers, big sisters. Where's the little S? Like, you see the big B, you see the small B. We found the big S. Where's the little S? I would say if there was a little S in there, it would be the greatest logo on the planet. (laughs) Because it does four things that are very hard to do all in one little simple Yes, it very much would be. But I still think the logo is successful, even though it has some, the BS connotation, (laughs) the, the colors are meh. And how to will me. we segue to Kelly? <laughs> great, great. So that was my topic no, today. You, and <laughs> I think, hey, I think with the exception 
of the fact that we lose the visual impact, I think we should bring a logo to every podcast and just rip it apart. <laughs> just me. You They're a do. wonderful organization. Mm-hmm. I just think it's not... The warmth isn't portrayed through the new logo. And segue into Kelly's article that we have time for today. We do have time for it today. <laughs> and I'm going to bring us back to holidays. So yeah. yes, we'll yes, close yes. out. You mean holidays? Yes. <laughs> There's the comedic rise. <laughs> Sorry. So Google recently put out a report um, about the different types of holiday shoppers and what you can be doing um, uh, mostly online because it's Google um, to um, you know make an impact with these different types of shoppers. So I wanted to quickly tell the different types and maybe we can talk a little bit about what type of shopper we are. Um, it's going to be super fun. I'm an online shopper. Okay. So the categories are early bird, deal seeker, last minute, and evergreen. They can't just use evergreen as a shopper. Well, they can. So an evergreen is a customer who spreads out their shopping pretty much through the whole season. Um, okay, that works. A early bird customer gets their shopping done very early in the season. Um, a deal seeker does most of their holiday shopping just between Black Friday and Cyber Monday weekend. And then the last minute shopper puts it off, um, to a final push, which they have probably here between the window of December 21st through the 25th. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm not that late, but I would say I'm more of a late season shopper. I'm an evergreen. I'm an evergreen, but an evergreen with the fact that I very rarely start much before December 1st. I'm trying to get into the evergreen. Like, I have stuff for my mom that I've thought of throughout the past couple months. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's pretty much done, but, like, no one else. So, it's, right. like, my attempt to become an evergreen. Even if you can knock one person off the list. Right. I feel successful this year in a slight movement. I like doing movement. twos and threes. Like, get two gifts and three gifts and uh-huh. two gifts. I feel like I'm kind of building and I can change my mind. And you kind of build that along the way. All of my Christmas shopping is done. Wow, you're oh, an early, early bird. bird. Wow. Or person. did you just do it over the weekend? That makes you a deal seeker. And I, both. So I did Black Friday shopping. My roommate and my brother will never listen to this. Um, <laughs> the only person I haven't gotten for Black, or for, for, um, for shopping Christmas. is my brother because, like, I, I don't know what records he wants yet. Uh-huh. And I need to get him some records for his record player. Um, but I got all of my roommate stuff on Cyber Monday because that's where I, I was scoping out the best deals online for a print I'm getting her and some gym jams, some jammies. And then um, my mom was almost unintentionally shot for at the American Heart Association personalities mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad just always gets a gift card to go do his own shopping because <laughs> he doesn't like when people shop for him, as does my brother. So... It's it's more or less to get it out of the way so that way like during the month of December I can focus on other things. Yeah. Like it's it's more like uh, not to treat it like a chore because I enjoy doing it but like I always want to make sure that I'm not like halfway through the month and be like crap I forgot. Mm-hmm. Like so that's kind of why I do it. So I think early. I've done that the last couple of years for Secret Santa like the day before i'm just like oh i gotta go to the mall during lunch <laughs> i gotta wrap this tonight and See, but I don't, tomorrow <laughs> i don't like doing that because i don't like it either it just happens well, i shouldn't say what i'm about to say don't. i just like i like to put more thought into 
Yes, the intention was there once upon a time, <laughs> and then life just kind of was like, no, you're not going to remember that until the day before. So this year, I'm trying to be intentional, as we talked about during lunch today, and I'm trying to, you know, be a little bit of a... Does everybody have their secret Santa done? Yep, I have mine no. done on Black Friday. No. I just bought mine today at lunch. I just bought it today at lunch. Excellent. I'm just so excited. I had to get, like, a special bag for mine. Hmm. So... <laughs> Great. Back to our art. Going back to the report. <laughs> so, 18% of shoppers finish it all within the Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Wow, one-fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought it would be more than that for some reason. I would have thought it would be less. I mean, that's a lot to get done in a short amount of time. Yeah, I heard this but... Black Friday was like the most it's ever been. Really? Yeah? Most it's Online. ever been what? Online. Oh. See... I don't think there were as many good deals this year as I've there seen weren't. In, the, uh, in years past. Like, I went to Bath & Body Works, not to keep bringing them up. They always have buy three, get three free. That is not a deal. Right. It's not a deal because the first three things you're buying is going to be the most expensive things that you get. Right. And if you get, like, two little hand soaps, then, like, that's what's for, like, I don't know. I just didn't think that the sales this year were that great. I found maybe four, but. What were the big gifts that everybody saw? So for me, it was the 23andMe accessory.com mm. thing. Those things flew off the shelves. Yeah. And the um, the sound assistants, like you know, Alexa and Google Minis, and yeah. those things jumped off too. Um, I didn't go out. I hear a lot of people talking about wanting to buy the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Nintendo and PlayStation. Really? Now? Like the newer PlayStation. Or not the PlayStation, the... Um, the Xbox? Maybe. It's a console. Okay. They're not really new anymore, so I'm kind of surprised that they so would maybe be. that's just the, more of the fact that it's probably Nintendo. perennial, perennial right, what she said. Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> Way to be in the moment. So 66% of deal seekers, so that's the people that were out over like the key weekend, were just shopping for themselves. Hmm. Which, I, that's how I used to handle Black Friday. Mm-hmm. You handled it for yourself. That's how I handled it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to buy it for myself. Because everything's cheap. I bought this sweater on Black Friday for myself. There you go. Okay, so then they also ask, like, well, do you spend, do you shop online or do you shop in store? And pretty much all of the shopping personalities were about a 50-50 split with the exception of the deal seekers. Mm. Which I thought, like, a deal seeker would be in the stores, Mm -hmm. but actually they did 63% of their shopping online and only 37% in the store. I think it's because unless you put a lot of thought into it ahead of time, like, if you're online, you can Google how many different coupons the manufacturer, like, depending what you're getting, obviously, Mm -hmm. but... um, you just have more resources at your fingertips to try and get more deals. I mean, like, I'm not... A- I think you can accomplish more in a smaller amount of time because if you're doing the Black Friday shopping and you're not at a mall, you have to drive. Oh, yeah. Stand in a line. Done there. Now i got to drive here. Mm-hmm. Look. Sta- I mean, it's, a, it's such a process. It's such a process. <laughs> I heard, I heard it's that... It's such an old lady. Oh, it's such a process. <laughs> it's too much work. I heard that most of the stores were actually taking their, their deals and putting them online as well. They didn't care if people came into the store or they got it online. You would get the same deal no matter what. So it kind of killed any reason. Are you ever in a store, pull out your phone and see if you can find it cheaper somewhere else? Oh, absolutely. I don't do that a lot. But I'll tell you the one place I did it, and sorry, this is probably why you're out of business. 
Toys R Us the one day. I was buying something for my niece and nephew, and I'm like, had, you know, looked around, read reviews on Amazon. I'm like, I'm going to run to Toys R Us just up the street. Lancaster traffic. Toys R Us is just up the street. I'm going to do it at lunch. I got there, and everything was double the cost. Oh, and wow. I was like, this is insanity. So I was like pulling out my phone, and I'm like, am I crazy? Am I reading this right? Am I looking at... Yeah. So but typically, I don't. Typically... The one we were at um, the mall trying to get uh, sneakers, um, and we went into Foot Locker, and we were looking at the prices, and they were like twenty dollars more than they were online. And we're like, I mean, we sh- we showed the the manager. Mm-hmm. We're like, why would people shop here if I could just get them online? And they like people come in here, they try the shoes on, and then they leave and they go buy them online, and like that's just. But for crazy. the same store at the same store. Same store. Like, and you were Foot Locker. Well, I would think they would price match that in the store then. It's not like a competitor. It's the same footlocker.com versus footlocker I'm walking in the store. Well, uh, that's a good question. It could be that the corporate footlocker.com is a separate entity than the, you know, brick and mortar. But he's like, yeah, he goes, lots of people walk out of here and they go online or we don't have the sizes. Yeah. Um, That's another reason why when we were talking earlier about like, why do you shop online? Because you can find the sizes, you can find the colors. Yeah. I mean, the people who go online, I mean, how many times have you looked for something at a store? They didn't have it. You went online. You're like, boom. And you go through in like two seconds. Right. Because I, I know that's the size. That's so that, the that's another reason boom, why through. I'm a heavy online shopper. But it's funny. I forget who I was talking to about it here. Probably Shaw. Um, my roommate was telling me that she's been shopping more on Google. Like mm. Google storefront. Mm. Because it was, I, I think maybe... For a pair of shoes or, like, for makeup or something, she was enticed more to look at Google Shopping Cart. Because um, it's simpler. Because it, it's, there was, tw- I don't, I don't there was I 20%. Did I don't think it was simpler. Um, she was prompted 20% off by buying through them. Mm. Through a posting of mm. whatever the brand was that was posting whatever she wanted. So she ended up getting a discounted price because she was buying it from Google. My backup topic was... <laughs> People shopping on Amazon. It's like, do you shop on Amazon? I don't shop on Amazon as much. I know that you shouldn't. I know that you shouldn't because it's not helping. It's so third party oriented now that you don't know what you're getting. I might even cancel my subscription at some point. And Amazon Prime is not as valuable as it once was. I mean, you even got. um, See, but I do. I will say, and probably it's because of working and doing what I do, is that when I do shop on Amazon, I am super conscious of making sure I'm buying it. From the brand. And yes. Not. yes. So Me I do too. look for that. Um, yeah, I just... Maybe it is because like I am kind of a... Not a last, last minute shopper, but you know, so you I would like to... definitely do shop on Amazon a lot I still. Do, yes. And I know you shouldn't. And they're not great well, to their employees. And you should support small business. But it's all just there. And it's less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm human. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like you said, will convenience ever like get old? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, I remember when we were saying before, like we were going to Mean Cup one time, and 20 years ago, everybody was like, I bought this sweater and I paid $150 for it. And everybody was like, ooh, cool. Yeah. Now it's like, no, 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 I got this at Kohl's. I got, I got it for like 20 bucks. bucks. I had a coupon <laughs> and, you know, they were on sale. Yeah. It was like, um, you know, but that's the cool thing now. Yeah. So does it go the other way in another 10 years? Maybe. I think there's still Full people circle. who are like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because. 
because like I guess my lifestyle has always been to shop on the discount rack, still put a coupon in my cold cash all in one, get it pretty much for nothing, and I'm pretty sure even if the trend kind of backtracks or switches, I'm still gonna be shopping that way because I'm. Now let me ask you this: You wanting... buy a gift for someone, mm -hmm. and you get it like dirt cheap. Yeah. Like through, are you gonna tell that person? No, but I'll tell everyone else. <laughs> That's what I told you today. I, just said, I literally said to her, I'm like, Hermione, Secret Santa, I bought this on my thing. Like, yeah. The thing is, too, what gets me is because, like, once upon a time, my aunt, um, all right, let's the stage. My cousins, the one was require visuals. Getting, yeah, maybe. The one was getting her sister, my other cousin, um, something for Christmas. And my aunt was like, oh, I found this watch that she was wanting or whatever, Black Friday, coupons, whatever. She's like, I got it for $3. And it was like the watch she wanted. And my cousin's like, well, I'm going to have to get her something else because I only spent $3 on her. And my aunt's like, no, because pretty much like the value of the yeah, watch. Yeah, that's like, tough. That's have. tough. And I'm kind of in view with my cousin because it's just like, but I did only spend $3. So like I'm kind of, I'll do a little bit more if I know what I spent on it in a sense. But if I spent a lot. And I'm never getting item, anything for $3. But like my husband, like when we're buying for family, and I'll be like, he'll be like, well, like, what did what did you spend on this person? And I'll be like, well, I got this, this, and this, but like, it was on sale, so I only spent like twenty five bucks. He's mm -hmm. like, well, you should go buy something else. Right. And I'll be like, really? But, I, but it's like, look at all of this I got. MSRP right. is thirty five. Yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> and, then then, and then it comes into like, oh, well, I got all this on sale. I got them like three things, and I spent like nothing. And it's just like, but I spent the exact same amount on this person, and I only have one thing. So yeah. then it's a matter of just like. Well, it's too know. hard. Christmas shopping is too hard. Yeah. I, my brother's the same way. Like, for a while, we were going through, like, a difficulty of siblingship where <laughs> I was like, we're going to both the, the gifts, one for mom, one for dad, both from us. Like, the card from both that you normally give to, like, mm -hmm. your father or mother-in-law, like, it's from a couple. We take those cards and give them to our parents. <laughs> um, and we would always split it down the middle. And... Now that we've gotten older, like, I'm going to spend more than $20 on my parents for Christmas, and I've been spending a lot more on my parents the past couple of years, and my brother's just like, why? Why do we need to do that? And, like, so now I'm like, okay, I will go do my own lane. You will go do your own. And, like, I'm only going to buy XYZ gift because I'm saving XYZ money. And he's like, well, I only want to spend $20, and that's what I'm going to spend is $20. So, like, to your point of... If he can get something for 20, 10 bucks that was originally 25 he's not going to buy anything else. No. Mm -hmm. Like, he got a book for my mom this year, The M Becoming by Michelle Obama, because she wanted it, didn't even know she read. And Hopefully she's not uh, listening to this. She doesn't. She, she, doesn't. Won't, she won't get this far into the podcast. She, she yeah. didn't know. She doesn't know this exists, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, um, but anyhow, um, he got it for 10 bucks, And he's like, oh, I got it for like... I'm like, cool, what else are you going to get? He's like, this is a $60 hard book. Yeah. Hardback. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, well, I don't need to because... MSRP. This was it. <laughs> this was it. And I'm like, I don't know. I always feel... But in yeah. my heart, I'm like, then get something else then. Right. Like, if you're getting... Right. Like for Even a deal. if it's just a bottle of wine to go with the book or something. It's just like... Oh, look at you. That's thoughtful. A bottle of wine. Or an $8 three Expert wig. gift giver. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Are we... <laughs> Are we all podcasting? That was a hard stop yeah. right there. Yeah. Well, that's it. No more yeah. opinions. All right. Well, thank you for joining us no matter how you shop.
in store, online, pick up. We judge you. Right. Whether you spend ten dollars and pretend it's eighty dollars. See you in an abandoned mall. We appreciate <laughs> whether you live in an abandoned mall or visit them on a tour. Um, thank you for listening, and we will be back um, with another Tower After Hours podcast. Soon. Happy holiday.